$952. A weekend incident in which someone suddenly interrupted. Everything around me became suddenly unreal, as if in a dream. Unreal, 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 unreal. I just press accelerate and go vroom. <laughs> All right, so today we're talking about identity politics, right? Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah. So there's kind of two angles you can come at it from. There's identity politics from within and identity politics from without. So from within is like if you're a member of a group and you are trying to... Uh, push the idea that your group is better and superior and the objectively correct position and then there's identity politics from without which is an outside member like from outside the group analyzing the general trends and beliefs of that group hmm. and a lot of times people conflate the two and think that because they hate one the entire institution must be garbage but could you give me an example of the second one because I, I understand the first one I can see it in my head, but what's the second one? Like someone who's analyzing, saying like uh, something about Black Lives Matter without being from, without being with the movement or something. Like, how does that work? It's stuff like uh, the census, analyzing the different uh, movements of the population, analyzing things like their voting patterns, analyzing how they interact with other groups, that sort of thing. It's more of like a broad, generic uh, analysis than it is you know, this group is the best, eat shit if you're not one of us. Okay. And what do you feel is the... Do you feel like any of them are correct? Is that even the right question? How do you feel about it? I mean, I feel like obviously any group that I'm a member of is objectively superior to any group I'm not a member of. Uh, so the first conception is clearly true, uh, just objectively on the face of it. <laughs> But... I don't know. I think it's a very useful tool is ultimately what it is. It's not... I, I don't understand people who take it as this giant battleground of I will die either defending or battling against the, you know, holy ideal of identity politics when it's just like, you know, we can just look and see that a lot of black people vote for Democrats and boom, you've done identity politics. Or you can look and see that... Uh, a lot of Marxists don't end up voting. Boom, that's identity politics. Hmm. Okay. For me, um, I don't know if this, I guess it's identity politics. For me, a thing that has always been a topic that I've, I didn't, I haven't thought about it many times, but every time I think about it, I probably feel about it in a different way, which is the whole LGBT camp Or what I mean, I mean, today has it has more. It's a bigger acronym, right? But you know, I I, I cons consider myself bisexual, uh, but I never really felt like being a part of that uh, group. That it just never felt. You know, like people go like, yeah, that's my that's my group, that's my people, or they identify a lot. I never I never really understand. I never. I mean, I understand it. Just never really identified with the. That sort of like I I wish it I don't know it just doesn't feel correct like uh, every time I've been every time I've seen like 
pride stuff. It's just very outgoing, like, very, like... Uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's like people, I guess queer people, that are super... I just don't identify. It's like, okay, yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I like the fact that they are, um, you know what I mean? Going out there and defending their rights and stuff. But it just feels like, I guess that's the thing with being bisexual, right? You're halfway, I'm, you know, part of me feels straight and a part of me feels gay. It's not that simple as you're bisexual. But I don't know. And then, then at the same time, the straight people don't have any type of, we're not a group. Like straight people are not a group. They don't. They're no. Ha they don't have meetings. Like you know, it's not straight month. Well, that's. I think. Well, that's the other eleven months. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> the reason that pride exists is because gay people were persecuted for such a long time. Like, of course, I, I know what you're saying. I know. I know. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But some people kind of take what you're saying and they go with the whole straight pride thing. And I know that's not what you're saying, but some people do. Yeah. And they'll mm. also take it as a reason. I've heard some gay people say that they don't like pride because of the kinks and stuff like that. But I'm like, ultimately, what do you mean? the kinks? Uh, There's some kinks that get thrown around in pride. Like I've never been to pride. I've, my friends have been, I was trying to go this year, but, um, but, well, well, but let's define what is pride for you. Well, when you what say pride, pride for me, yeah, what the does month that mean? Or the festival, like, what do you mean? I don't know, is that a festival? I, I don't I don't understand it. Uh, well, I guess in terms of, like, the month and the festival, to me, it just stands for uh, a group of people that were persecuted for so long and always had to hide in fucking hotels and um, be closeted yeah. and hide themselves and, you know, commit suicide because they're not living the life that they want to live and, you know, yeah. being lynched or persecuted for the person that they love... Being out and saying, hey, I'm fucking queer, suck my dick, I don't care. Like, And they're being flamboyant about it on purpose. They are going to be, yeah. I don't know, I guess, I don't want to use the word annoying, but like in your face about it. And I think that's really good for representation. And like some people now, because now it is such a mainstream thing, they don't remember mm. the times when it wasn't. And the times that they really did have to fight for this, you know, right to do this type of stuff. So they're just like, oh, they're annoying, or oh, blah blah blah, whatever. Why does it have to be Pride Month every month? But they yeah. they weren't there to see the lead up to that, or they just never gave a fuck, really. Um, yeah, they never. They, they never just want to push people I... back in the closet. Is what they really fucking want. Yeah, they just want queer people to shut the fuck up, go home, there we go. and act yeah. like quote unquote normal people normal and not disrupt people, yeah. anything. Yeah. They want us to not be visible whatsoever. And like, mm. fuck that, actually. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that shit. For me, it's just that I think I just don't... I guess I, I've never felt... That's my issue with groups, I think. I just never feel like I belong in a large group of people. Like, I just don't find my place. Or it's the same way I feel about nationality and, like, about the place where I grew up and other places I've been in. And, like, my identity is just never... I don't know. It doesn't work well. I don't know what happens. I, I'm I'm better as an individual with a lot of things to say, a lot of things to think about, always respecting everybody. Like, I, I do think, I mean, everything that you just said sounds great in my book. Just feels like I wish I had the, being a part of the group, like being part of the, and then again, I'm probably, I am probably, um, have had, uh, just had it easy in life. I've never really experienced any 
issues with people because I've never been in a group where people were like discriminatory. I think maybe growing up a bit more, like maybe in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, I would see things. But by uh, back then, I wasn't really in a, in an age where I could actually tell like, oh, this makes me feel like this or whatever. Or I, I don't agree or this makes me feel like I'm being pushed against or whatever. I just I wasn't I was too young. By the time I did become aware of who I liked and what I liked and, and became aware that I didn't conform to the norm, I think by then was all right. And I had and I was lucky because my group of friends was very open. Like they were all good about it. And they even were they even had some stuff, you know, to share of their, you know, some secrets to share of their own. And just we all opened up. If I ever had friends that weren't cool like that, I would just not hang out with them like what's the you know I, uh, and then again it's the same with the family I, then I get it because you can't escape your family you can't change your family you don't choose who uh, who your family is uh, I was lucky that uh, I never really had to come out to any of my family members and shit maybe like my grandmother had a, had a talk and whatever just because I wanted to relate and just to be open with her about my life but just never had really had to come out. I never felt like in the closet, honestly. Apart from maybe yeah, and that's some... what Eddie was talking about with people forgetting the times when you you had to. Yeah, be. Uh, and I want to say so. that those times never ended in huge portions of the world. I grew up in an extremely homophobic environment because I'm in mm. rural America. Uh, yeah. I will say that in high school, we would beat the shit out of the openly gay kids because if you didn't, you yourself would get the shit beat out of you. You know, Damn. and so seeing that sort of perspective shift is kind of huge for me. It's like liberating. Yeah, it's sorry to to cut off your main point, but is America like the way I, the way you see it in like the high school movies? Like bullies are just bullying people out of like I don't think any media ever completely accurately captures something, but. There's some good shows I've seen where it pretty much it kind of hits the nail on the head. A lot of the times it's just dramatized, though. Um, like it yeah. takes all the things that normally happen and just blows it out of proportion because they need to, mm. you know, get views. But um, yeah, I mean, I, from my experiences in high school, middle school, and then from other um, other friends' experiences, I would say like teen pregnancy is definitely an issue, especially in rural southern states for sure. Um, yeah. That's that's probably a big, big fucking issue in high school. Um, drugs, eh. I mean, everyone kind of did something somewhat. I mean, obviously, there's good kids who never did anything. But even the kids who, like, you know, did drugs and stuff, we never really had any, like, ODs. Nothing that crazy. And, like, if you're thinking about euphoria, it's definitely not. <laughs> most high schools are not, like, euphoria no, 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 I know. type shit. I know, I know Euphoria is fucking unrealistic as shit. No, I just, I was saying about the bullying. No, no, no. Okay, I was, get, I was getting to it, god damn it. I was getting to it. Okay, okay. Um, as far as the bullying thing, I don't know. I kind of went through, like, yeah. soft, I don't, I know it sounds what? so stupid, like, soft bullying myself, which is, like, oh. where, I don't know how to describe, it's not like, like, the saw, the, the jigsaw movies. This oh, like, no, 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 soft, soft, S-O-F-T, yeah. 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 No, not yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Imagine yeah, yeah, being like, getting put into a big giant you will, contraption. You will, <laughs> you will shove your head in a toilet or in 30 seconds or I'm just going to cut your fucking dick off. I'm like, oh, God, jeez. No, um, fuck? I, you know, oh, when you're the new kid, it sucks. And I was a new kid, like, I think twice 
throughout that time mm, and shit. um just like little shit like yeah. teasing or whatever but i never got like full-on bullied i couldn't imagine going through that that just sucks and it's ostracizing and um were you in schools that had bullying like did you see you it? know what I, i'm gonna be honest with you dude nothing that crazy because what what year were you born 90 in the late 90s Okay, you know when to say it. I'm just saying because I think we're the same year. I'm late 90s as well. I mean, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. And but yeah, I mean, bullying, nothing too fucking crazy. I mean, I think the the little intricacies of bullying <laughs> that no 90s. one really talks about is like, <laughs> you imagine like... You like late 90s, bro. Like, who's going to... What what happens if you say the year that you were born in, you're giving away identifiable information? Yeah, my age... <laughs> the fuck yeah, yeah my age voice as well that's eh, much more it. of an identity how is my voice more of an identifier than my age is that's your voice man they can make anything that they can have you saying something nowadays what uh, what do know. they have to do with your age if you go to like your social media profiles it's probably gonna be right there wait i don't even want to talk about this you're making me lose my track of train of thought what the fuck okay. was that all right I was talking about, about bullying in your high school, the soft yeah, bullying. So, like, the soft yeah. bullying, which is, like, you know, the online shit. Or just, like, excluding people from things, but all the fucking time. Like, little shit like that does fuck with people, you know, just not being included. Um, and then, like, the little shit talking behind backs. Like, that's the bullying I saw. It wasn't really, like, getting shoved in lockers or, like... There was a lot of fights, but they are mutual fights. It was, like, I also want to fight you. Um... Yeah, the bu the bullying we saw was a lot of that, a lot of slut shaming or like. Mm, you might as well be describing my high school, by the by the way that you, yeah yeah it's very similar. Maybe it's the age as well, but then again, I I have seen videos of very recent times in high school and people are like I saw this video of a kid smashing a fucking school chair on on a kid. Oh yeah, I saw that. You saw that? Jesus yeah. Christ, right? I mean, I had an incident like that in elementary school, but other than that, I never really had any crazy phys physical shit, nor did I mm. see it. Like, and it was never in the context of bullying. It was just like, oh, I'm going to fucking fight you. Like, honestly, I will say this about my school. Everyone was willing to fight. It was never like, no, oh, like, I don't, I don't want to do this, bro. Like, no, it was always like, oh, let's just fucking go. And then was it you, an inner you city? Uh, inner city school like where oh, yeah city school demographic around uh so i i went to like lower income middle uh elementary school i went to private school and then i went to middle school and a public school and the first middle school i went to was like an all-black middle school and then i transferred and moved because the neighborhood sucked mm -hmm. so and then for the rest of middle school and high school i was in a pwi so it that? was interesting, uh, predominantly white. So it was like 40% oh. white kids or something like that. Um, but 40% is not minority. Right. Of course that, yeah. I mean, my bullies are different. You know that like an, you know yeah. it would be 40 white, 30 black, and then the rest of minorities. So they're still the majority, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Majority as in one oh, race of people. Oh, gotcha. I got you. I was um, thinking, like, yeah, what's 60% are not white? And I was like, yeah, okay. No, <laughs> No, I can see how you get confused. If you think on that. about it, people like people will like self segregate themselves. Like they'll. they'll oh yeah, I mean, yeah. but that's I I couldn't tell if that was like racial or sexist or whatever 
or discriminatory or if it's just the way that humans kind of are it's a culture thing maybe i think because like like high school i think is a good like sandbox for real life because i see in my workplace dude like even when i was in the military people segregate kind of you know um jail yeah that's something i was about to to mention is that like in in my workplace i try to talk to and be friendly with everybody but the only people who will like talk back to me and want to hang out are the other like white males they're the only people that ever actually want to play magic the gathering or anything like that <laughs> that's like a, I, I don't know i mean i went to a predominantly hispanic schools my whole life because i'm in like a hispanic neighborhood like lower income and it was it was definitely different than what other people describe like in their um their experience as in high school and like in middle school and like it was a big change in college because people in predominantly hispanic areas like everybody hangs out with each other like the people i noticed that they do so they so they segregate themselves like the it was about 80 mm. percent it was very it was a, like the majority is hispanic and it was a very small minority of other people like white black asian very tiny um and yeah. um people will like they'll like the asians will hang out with the asians usually Blacks people with black people and um, whites with white people. It was weird. I've seen that with Asian people in schools here, like in universities. Mm -hmm. Like there will be like an accommodation place that is literally only Asian people and nobody else goes there, for, apparently. Um, I wanted to ask um, if Eddie, have you ever been in a, were you ever in a fist fight? Oh yeah, dude, I was a fucking bully myself. No, I was kidding. Uh, I think I only really... I got in one. No, I'm not saying like you were. If you were hitting on some, uh, he, hitting uh, someone, I'm just saying hitting on someone. Said, like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about my sex he, life, man. No, I was kidding. Because <laughs> you, you said everybody was down to go down, basically. Uh, again, not sexual. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk, yeah. But I mean, you know what I mean. Did I ever? Were see you any ever? Fights? Did you ever have to? No, no. Did you actually have to? Did you have to fight someone? And did you fight someone? Uh, I did in middle school. Because I've never been in a fist fight. I'm honestly I've never, never been in a, I've never been in a fist fight. I never fist fought with anyone like seriously. Okay, Kai, if we're ever in the same place, we are gonna have a no. friendly fist fight. No, because that shit just a that, nice friendly little confrontation. It's real fun. What what we can do is because I've done it. It's just fighting, but like close fist fights to me are the worst because you can you can get hit in the fucking cranium and like you can have a seizure yeah, or that's something. what's fun about it no i don't want that shit i like my brain the way it is man it works pretty well ableist <laughs> there we go ableist dude i like fights that are like all right we 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 stand here and then i'm gonna try getting you to the ground and shit like i like that i like i'm not more erotic i'm more erotic stuff well i mean fist fights i just Jesus, I'd, I'd rather look, do look, like... we're going to wrestle, and the rule is you can only stick one finger up my ass at, the, uh, at a time. <laughs> only one, okay? <laughs> two, two, you're pushing it. Oh, oh, my God. I don't know. Just fist fights always seem so, like... I do like boxing. I do like... Uh, I, I haven't tried it in real life, but I have a... I have a... A VR headset, and I, there's this incredible game called The Thrill of the Fight. And it's basically it's a boxing simulator, basically. 
and I've done so much working out because of it, and and I I am quite good at it. I mean, obviously, I'm not hitting anything in real life, but I do have the the quickness, and I like the. But I couldn't do it in real life. I don't know. So, did you know that boxing is actually more dangerous than uh, regular bare knuckle fist fight? Uh, fist fight. But how they have protection and shit. Why? Do you know why? So, by being able to pad your hands, you can hit significantly harder. That's why there's a huge oh, amount of CTE shit. injuries in boxing. And then in actual bare-knuckle boxing, you can't hit them that hard because you'll break your fucking knuckles. True. There's a lot more, like, blood <laughs> and lacerations that people think makes it look more brutal and more dangerous, but oh, not actually. Like, what's the risk from a little laceration from your knuckles? You might get it infected afterwards and take some antibiotics. Whereas if you get rocked as hard as possible by Mike Tyson with no fear of him breaking his knuckles, yeah, that's going to fuck your head up. I think yeah. that would actually kill oh, me. Shit. Oh, yeah, dude. I Yeah, Mike Tyson could kill me effortlessly. <laughs> Did you see the video of him uh, beating down this guy uh, in, at the, uh, in an airplane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so fucking funny because the guy... <laughs> just the way it cut from the two videos... Like, you didn't get the actual breakdown. It went from one video, this guy annoying the shit out of Mike Tyson, and then it went to the second video where Mike Tyson is just laying it on him. <laughs> and I couldn't see the moment where it all, like, you know, that moment when he's like, I had enough. It's just this a very non-smooth transition. Did you see the follow-up video of the dude just, like, sitting in his seat quietly with his hands folded, not saying anything to Mike Tyson after his beating? Jesus. Beautiful. It looked weird, right? I think I saw it, and I was like, "Is this is very weird that that's the post. Like, nobody took him away. He was just, like, quietly uh, went back to his seat or something or just sat down. Like, nobody actually... What what happens? There's no security in those planes? Nobody's going to do anything? Well, it's fucking Mike Tyson. What are you going to do about <laughs> I it? I think they can't contain him yet. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we do actually have air marshals on a lot of planes in the U.S., which are, like, plain clothes federal officers that are armed, ready to shoot a motherfucker. But yeah, like, but they're not going to shoot also, Mike Tyson. Also, yeah, exactly. If you're an air marshal and it's fucking Mike Tyson, are you going to take the <laughs> chance that that bullet will put him down before he puts you down? <laughs> Is he like a bear that he shoot him and he doesn't go down? Yeah, dude. Have you seen him? <laughs> He's just a human at the end of the day, though. He probably has enough muscle to be able to slow down a bullet enough to, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. He's fucking scary. I would not fight Mike Tyson. Hey, yo, he's scary, but he's got wisdom. Like, he's gotten super, like, with the mushrooms and shit lately. You know what I mean? Like, he's he goes... He has a podcast, which is really good. And he'll talk to people and be like, Listen, I can see the pain in your eyes or some <laughs> shit like that. He'll have wild stories to, to like, you know, look in you and, and be like, Yeah, you can, you can let go of it now or something like that. Be like, what the fuck happened? Brain trauma. Yeah, he got rocked a lot. No, he did have a like, hard life, though. He did have a hard life. Was he in the Hangover movies, or is this just the tattoo yeah. that one of the? Was he in the yeah, actual movies? In yeah, he was in them. Oh shit! Actually, you know what? I think you know what happened. The first one, it's a tattoo, and then they meet him yeah. in the second one. I think that's what it is. Oh, they meet him in the second one. Man, the what's the what's the name of the Chinese American actor in those movies? Ken. Um, yeah. Ken yeah, Ken yeah. Jong. King Jong, yeah, that guy is so good. Fucking hell. That is the best comedy character ever. By the third movie it's kinda just like, yeah, okay. 
if it was just the two parts, the first two movies, perfect. So it really sounds like you guys had a very different high school experience from me. Uh, I think yeah, you man. guys mentioned not having any of your friends die to drugs. Uh, I had a couple that went. Um, fentanyl hit our community pretty hard. Uh, there, you guys ever smoke spice? That stuff's fun. No, no I never did. Mine. I've heard about it, but no, I haven't. Shit. Man. Yeah, when we were when we were on probation, we didn't have a lot of options. And, what yeah, were you on probation? A, I wasn't. I ran faster because I am tall and have long legs. But a lot of my dealers were, and so that would be all they had. I'm I'm lost here. When you're saying you're in probation, do you mean like law enforcement caught you? Like, what do you actually mean? So I literally one day was one decision away from catching a felony arson. Uh, I can't remember if I've told you guys about this, but me and a group of friends were out playing with illegal fireworks one day, and one caught a bush nearby on fire. Uh, oh, some of us went to go try to stop the fire. Some of us immediately dipped and got the fuck out. And what group were you in? Oh, I got the fuck out. <laughs> and All every right. single person that stopped to do the right thing to try to prevent the fire from spreading uh, caught a felony arson charge. And what does that mean? Like in terms, did they go to jail or? Uh, well, we were kids, so they went to juvie. Uh, oh. I think Ooh, my buddy spent shit. eight months in there for that one, and they got out on probation oh, for a year or two. Man. Jesus, man! Just for fireworks? Yup. Welcome Dang. to America, land of the free, land of the free, home of the brave. You know what I'm saying? But did something actually happen, or was just the was that one bush that got on fire? Like, how how why were everybody arrested because the the fireworks were illegal? Like, I don't get it. What's the leap? And so they like... stopped the fire from spreading, but the yeah. fact that we had started one in the first place was a felony. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Fuck, man. And also, like, we had a lot of non-consensual fighting. I think Eddie, you said that pretty much everybody, every all of your fights were like mutual. Yeah. It wasn't like that for us. We would jump, motherfuckers. We would get oh, jumps. Oh, God. Uh, Jesus, man. That's always fun. Group of four or no, five it's people not rolling up on one. No, he's a pacifist, man. You can't be talking about that, man. You're going to fucking what the hell? scare him. Hope you change now. No, jumping, man. jumping, I could never get behind because, like, man, you got to at least be one-on-one. -on -one. Some motherfuckers 100% deserve it. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. One person I'll point to is there's a local... I'm going to say his actual name because he's a piece of shit. Uh, fuck you, Dustin. You should still be in jail. Uh, so this piece of shit... Of course, molested. his name is Dustin. So this piece of shit, friend to shoot up the school regularly, he molested his little sister. Uh, he's a total uh, fuckhead. He deserves to get jumped every time. That piece oh of shit. Yeah, no. If I see him in the street, it's on site. Yo, Spook is not playing, bro. I thought he was way much more of a pacifist than I actually... No. Oh, no. What gave you that idea? No, what gave you that impression? What I don't gave know. you that idea? Because <laughs> he's like... He's like a Jedi and shit. Like, they got weapons, but they they have a code. Oh, ah, hell nah. He's a Sith, bro. <laughs> he's a fucking bounty hunter, dude. <laughs> he's, a <Sith>. he's a criminal. <laughs> nah, these fists don't have a code. I honestly thought he had a code. Like, he was... A code of honor, like a knight, like a fucking knight. Oh, <laughs> sir, sir, spook. 
I don't really do the, like, I, I haven't jumped anyone in a long time. I don't really do much fighting anymore, but there are people that if I see them, it's just on sight. Just okay, some people are just total different. pieces of shits and need their asses beat, you know? Okay, but th th those are two different things. What I'm saying is the worst thing ever. Like, honestly, I have fucking less respect uh, for you as a human being. is for the people that, like, are in gangs or whatever, and they're just... Ah, on a dare, just go beat up a random person that they see on the street. That is some despicable shit. Like, come on. That's the worst thing ever. What you're saying is you got beef with someone, and so you see them in the street, and it's on. And that, I mean, that's a different thing. I'm not saying that, but did you ever, did you, did your group, or did you ever see, like, people just jumping and just fighting with someone that didn't ask for it? Like, if I'm walking down the street and you see me, like, you go, ah, hey, you got a problem? And I go, no, I'm just walking like you know what i mean like like in batman like in the new batman movie there's all these fucking criminals in the beginning like these this little gang and they just see this one man on the train like the typical batman shit the criminals are fucking, just fucking... joker moment yeah 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 and they're just exactly so like, i was it I ever like that started that kind of shit but the people that i rolled with in high school did because i was with a bad crowd you know we were violent yeah. druggies uh yeah and if you didn't have your homies back they would then jump you next. Yeah, you just gotta get out of that group. Oh yeah, they're all in jail now. They're they're gone. I don't talk to those motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I just I I guess if you live in the neighborhood, like there's no escaping, right? When you're when you're young and whatever, like they they're gonna see you every day. You're gonna get jumped the next time if you're not with them, right? I I I think I get it. It's fucking complicated. It got especially bad when I went to the. Um... So your boy Spook technically does not have a high school degree. I have a high school equivalent because I went to something called the continuation school, which was for the, you know, 21-year-old meth addicts that hadn't ever finished high school and needed to get something so they could have a job or as a term of their probation. It's it like, was pretty, like the, dude, that the place GED? was so fucking sick. Uh, yeah, kind of. You do have to okay. still get past the, like... There's a thing called the KC, California High School Exit Exam, that you would still have to pass to be able to get it. And it's the same requirement that you'd have to pass to get your GED. Uh, so you don't have that? Oh, I do. I have the high school equivalent. It's just not technically a high school diploma. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't. Oh, that's fine. I mean, you have the equivalent. You did it, bro. I mean, you changed. You you know, you did the correct things to amend your ways. I mean, I, 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 take, it, I take it that you're still very much down to go if you see Dustin... Oh yeah, dude, on fucking site. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you if you have to be against someone, at least it's Dustin and you know, you're not But that to me, that's a cult, right? You're not gonna you you're not violent, you're not looking for trouble. That's what I meant when I thought, like, oh, yeah, he's a pacifist. No, Spook is literally waking up every day looking for a new person to beat the shit out of, okay? That is what he does. You know why he that's has to take a 10-minute break? Because... What? What? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean that's a fucking code? That's a code. Like, he's not... If he didn't have a code, he'd be an animal. Like, going oh with his AR-15, shooting people. You like, just, you just don't like, want him to be unhinged, is what it is. Yeah, like... But if there's, like, some rules to it... I most definitely am unhinged. <laughs> I'm like... I know about this. Uh, this, is, this story is from back home. Uh where I grew up, apparently this guy had a, an AK-47 with a, an AK-47 with a, a rifle, like a, a laser point rifle. 
Now, this is not one of my friends or anything. I heard this This was told by one of my friends who hung out with very different people, and some of them were criminals, and some of them were really weird people. And so this guy apparently had an AK-47 with a laser fucking attached to it, and there was this one time he lived uh, right outside where he lived. There was a bus station, like this tiny, tiny bus station. And so one night very late at night like 3 a.m some people woke him up but they were like in the bus station outside his home uh just playing around and screaming and shit and he got out and fucking pointed the laser the ak-47 at them being like you motherfuckers shut the fuck up i mean not in english of course it's, it's in spanish but the equivalent of like i'm gonna shoot the fuck out of you if you don't sit down wait for the bus and just which I get. I mean, this is not that much of a story. Nothing happened, but to me, I mean, already the fact that they had a fucking rifle, a Russian rifle with a laser thing attached, like it sounds like out of a GTA. Like I've never been. I've never known anyone in like living that GTA life. You know, like you see someone in the street and you fight them. Like I don't know how to explain it. Just I've never been in a fist fight. I've never been in a position where I had to fight someone physically. It's okay, Kai. You're saying all of this, and all you're telling me is that you're just soft, man. It's okay. I'm soft as hell. You're a sensitive boy, a young man. It's okay. Book's built different, all right? You just gotta Honestly, there's that. like there's nothing wrong with not having been in a fist fight and just having grown up in that way. Like that's yeah. all good, dude. You don't have to be a fucking hardcore. Oh, no, of course. Beat the shit out of people on site. Uh, <laughs> cringe ass fucking internet keyboard warrior. But it does give me like, uh, how do I say it? It just, there's been times in my life where I go, shit, like if things went down, I would like to be able to defend myself. And it, you haven't, if you haven't been, I mean, maybe I would take uh, you up on that fist fight just to see if I could. You know, just just knowing that, uh, see what I can do, cause that is the only it's a doubt in me. That's like, if it really went down, like if you if you're going out with a girl, for example, and suddenly there's a group of people, uh, uh, and they attack the, the 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 girl or something, and you have to get on that mode of like, you know, like in the like in Back to the Future at the end, where like Marty, uh, not Marty, uh, Marty's father. Is with the the girl, like his with her his future wife, and then Biff comes around and takes her out of there, and he's he's he takes her to the car, and you know he's about to rape her or whatever, and then you just wonder, like I feel like sometimes I feel like Marty McFly's uh, father before he becomes like badass in that moment, and he takes Biff out of the car and and beats the shit out of them, and just gives him one good uh, punch. Feel like I haven't given that punch, and I and I wonder if I'm ever in the situation where I need to give that one punch. Will I rise up to the task, or will I become, you know, just scared and leave? You know what so I mean? So this isn't like a criticism of you as a person, but just generally, yeah. there's going to be a very good chance that you'll freeze up in the first actual fight you're in. Uh, yeah, because. When you realize that somebody is actually coming at you with intent to harm, it's like a shock. It takes time to get used to it, yeah, yeah, and really like be able to respond and think in the moment. Yeah, yeah, you're not being critical. I get it. Uh, the closest thing I've been, so I've been in many. I, I've seen fights. The closest thing, well, there were two. There was one when I was a little kid, and this is probably like it probably has something to do with like the way I grew up and stuff because I grew up and I was in a football match and my dad came to see me. Football, I mean uh, soccer, right? You play with your 
you kick the ball with your foot, right? So I was in the match, and something happened. It was just boys being boys, right? Probably wasn't even maybe 11 years old. And then a fight breaks out, and they're str- they're fighting for whatever happened, and my dad is there. And I just, I'm sitting, I'm standing there in the middle of it, and I look at my dad, and I go, yeah, I don't know what this is all about. And I just leave. I just go, like, to the next, to wherever the fight is not happening. And then my dad gets mad at me. And then my dad is like, why didn't you help your your uh, your friends, your like your teammates? Like, man, like he did, he told me basically I was a pussy without saying it. Like he was very much like, you should have joined me. You should have. Yeah, you should have. You should have been there. And I don't agree with that. Even to this day, I'm like, that's so stupid. Why would you want your kid to be in a fight in a stupid fight that has like what's what's even the point? I don't know. Uh, and then the second time I saw a fight, I was already 17, 18, and there was this, uh, we were outside uh, after doing a concert, I think, or something. It was like 6 a.m. probably already, like, sun coming up, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the sun coming up again. And there was a fight between this one guy that was in my crew, I guess, one of my friends, and then this other guy. But the, my friend just went absolutely bonkers and, like... The other person was, like, unconscious from the fighting. Like, he just fucking knocked him down. And he was about to grab, a, like, a brick. And he was about to fucking smash his head with a brick. Like, it was... Fucking hardcore. Like, some hardcore shit. That was the point in my life where I was delving into the same thing. Like, with the the, the dude with the, the AK-47. Like, it was in that... I was moving in those circles slowly. And I realized it after incidents like these. And then I just off and i honestly never hung out with these people again but uh it was the craziest shit because i just i saw it all happen and i was like yeah i'm gonna get the hell out of here i'm gonna be on the other side of the road looking at this but then my friend uh who who did all the beating and and took this guy down he started doing a live stream of it and then he came up to me And I was like, no, man, I'm going to get it. I don't know what's going to happen here, but I'm just going to say goodbye to my to my family and shit. And he came up to me and recording everything. He's like, come on, come, come here, come here. And then he he took me to the to where the dude was just laying there like dead. And he was like, you see, this is some real like because we were doing music. We were like into that sort of like street. I don't know. I was a producer mostly. Like, imagine, like, uh, the way, like, uh, Kanye West was recording early with, like, Rockefeller people from, Did you just compare like, hair yourself to fucking Kanye West? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Dude, I was making beats. I was basically Kanye West. You and this Beatles shit, this Kanye West shit, bro. <laughs> Everything you do, you're like, bro, I'm basically yeah, Mark Twain, all right? Give I'm, me one I'm Mark year Twain. Yeah, give me one year, I'll be comparing myself to, like, Steve Jobs over here, but... Um, Elon Musk. Honestly, because it's a very similar... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Elon Musk. It's a very similar situation if you think about it. Like, Kanye West... I'm not saying, like, superstar Kanye West or, like, Kim Kardashian husband. I'm just saying he started as a young kid in a, in a, a music... A part of the industry or a part of the music, which was super street, super gangster. And everybody was, like... Uh, real about that life but he came up with like his mother being an english teacher and shit and he was like i'm not about the street life but i will very much you know hang around these people i was the same way i was came up from a nice family and shit 
but I started to get caught up with people that were from very uh, rough backgrounds. And at some point, um, I just saw the stuff happening way too close to me. And so he took me to this, uh, to where the, the, the dude had, that, had, had done all the beating took me. And he was like live streaming and then showed me like, you see, this is some real trap shit. This is what it's really all about. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can see that, man. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and that's as close as I've been. And I was definitely shocked. I couldn't have done anything. I couldn't say anything. It's just like very uncomfortably uh, just smiling and shit. Okay. As long as everyone knows, you are Kanye West. <laughs> you are soft. But we love that you're soft, okay? Yeah, it's important to have different perspectives. It's okay. It's a good balance. It's okay. It's all right. Think it, it, why does it sound like group therapy now? What the fuck? No, you need heal. You this need to heal. Okay? This is an intervention. Yeah. We're going to make you go fight someone in the street. You have to get the life experience of fighting someone. Mary's going to pull a switchblade on you. Let's see if you can disarm her in 30 seconds. I will. Oh, I know you will. But do you think do you think the boxing and VR spook gives me some type of advantage like on that mental? Call of Duty. I'm gonna bake it in the army, right, bro, bro, bro. Maybe if you're getting practiced in throwing punches as compared to baseline, like never having done that, there's can be something that to be said there. But it's not gonna teach you how to like actually punch. I mean, it's good. It's kind of like sparring, not sparring, but like um, I mean, in the in. The- in the middle sense, because Spook was saying, like, you freeze up whenever you have your first encounter. And I'm like, but I, I know that feeling. Like, I've tapped into that, I think, with the VR. Like, describe you, the I, VR. You, 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 like, the, like huh? does, describe it. Like, um, how does it, like, does a person punch you? Does it feel? Like, does it feel like you're threatened in the VR? Like, I've never had VR. I feel, I that. feel threatened. Yeah, I feel threatened and I feel... I feel it. It feels very weird because I've, like, I've knocked down people in this game, and it just feels very weird. And I and it feels bad in the beginning. And then once you learn, that's what I mean. I think I have had some type of adjustment. Like I I understand the feel and the mental charge of like your, because I've had rough long fights in this fucking game trying to beat them in like the master difficulty or whatever. And there was this there's this one gigantic Thai fighter which is just absolutely does not go down and I knocked the shit out of the guy in the end like after days of trying it out he would always uh, finish he would always beat me uh, in the the, I don't know the fourth round or whatever he would always just land a good punch and then your your screen basically closes everything goes dark Uh, and if he gets you a good punch you'll just be knocked down you can't come back from it right Cause you're more than 10 seconds uh, away from it. But you have to understand, like, I'm sweating. Like, I'm crazy. Like, I'm just, I'm dying. I can't even breathe and shit. Like, it's it's intense. Obviously, I'm not saying I'm not boxing for real. I'm, I don't have any, I don't punch anything. I don't, nobody punches me. But in that mental facility, Spook, don't you think that I have some experience that I could, that it could translate into real life? Honestly, I have no idea because the only boxing games I ever played were Wii, and I never took those seriously, so I don't really know. Yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, but it's not Wii. There's only one way to test it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get to California one day, bro. We'll we'll fist fight one day. So, Mary, 
You've been awful quiet on this subject, and I'm curious to hear about your experience with fighting and what you think about it. Fighting? I've never been in a fight, man. I'm a softie. Ah, so you're like Kai. No, I grew up... <laughs> oh, no. No, I think... I, well, I grew up in a, like, in a <laughs> violent air, in a violent, in a very violent, like, place. Like, kids were, like, bad. Like, this is public school in an inner city. Kids are bad. Like, they don't give a fuck. Like, they'll fight in the street. People smoking and, like, while, while waiting for their bus. Like, they'll smoke weed while waiting for their bus. People will, like... People will fight. People will bring, like, knives or stuff but like i've never been in a fight because i i never hung out with anybody like i was a loner kind of thing so i didn't really mm. have like friends too or like i never really got into any problems with anybody because i just kind of kept to myself but mm. um but, but i just i just didn't want to roll with those kind of people so i just it was just keeping to myself so I didn't have to have problems with anyone. Makes sense. Yeah, you probably did good. But and no, so no fist fights ever. No, you never had to defend yourself. You never went into something with someone. No, not I don't. Okay. No, because I'm not. I don't think I'm like a. Com- like if I if I ever had to, I would. You know, if someone tried to mm. do something to me or something, I I could defend myself. But I think you know I could maybe punch someone or pull out a pocket knife or some pepper spray or something but like i i never feel the need mm. to like fight people just because i mean who am i gonna fight a guy a girl another i mean a, a girl yeah i could probably fight a girl like fight abigail Shapiro. i'll set it up dude i'll set it up <laughs> mary v abigail yeah. 2023 dude you better start training right now oh, spook your trainer Kai, you can be emotional support, and we're going to make this happen. Exactly. I'm therapy. I'm the occupation of yeah, therapist. I'm down, dude. All I'm these down. fucking YouTube fights keep going up. Um, like, it's a big thing now, YouTubers versus YouTuber. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was watching some of those the other day. We should we should go against, like, a... I'll fight Ben Shapiro. I'll, I'll take that that burden doing that. No, we'll we'll have, like, a nemesis podcast for, like, four people that are the, the Bizarro War version of us. They're, like... Yeah, Ben Shapiro, know, Abigail Shapiro, and his two little fucking cronies, bro. I will fight them. <laughs> Fuck, I'll fight yeah. Abigail, to be honest with you. I don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's actually um, an interesting thing that I'd like to ask you guys about, and that's what do you think about fights uh, that are, like, between men and women? <laughs> Ooh, ooh, man, that's a that's. Ooh. Nah, I, I I have a code. I have I have this a code. Oh, you have a code, I mean, Kai. You have a code, Kai. Have a you code. ain't even been in a fight. How you gonna have a code, man? How you gonna have a code? Because you have to you have, have a code. code. I have a code, bro. Like if I wait. No, I feel like your is your code open handed though. Is that your code? Is like oh, I would only only open hand. No, 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 no. My code is very simple. I would, because it's a pacifist thing. Like, I would never initiate, I would never put my hands on anyone to resolve anything. And that's, you can see that. I'm not just saying that. I've just never had, I just, that's not how you resolve things. Now, if someone is going to come after me, it doesn't matter if they're a man or a woman. That, what does that mean? Am I going to go and it will go into some Mortal combat shit and I'll suddenly be like, fight and then i'll just go against them no i'll just probably try to evade the situation de-escalate leave the premises but if someone is 
you know, trying to cause me harm, it doesn't matter what uh, sex or what gender or what body they have. There's, you know, I'm going to defend myself appropriately. That's the... When I see... I mean, I, I think I have the more uh, mainstream, like, the more common... I'm not going to say code, but, like, the... the the standard, right? If if you if a woman is is gonna punch you or something, you have your you can do what you have to do to defend yourself. I would never start. I think it's obviously better to start something if you're gonna start something. At least start it with if you're a man, start it with a man. If you're a woman, start it with a woman because it's fair, I guess. But then again, is it fair if you're going against someone and they didn't ask for it? That's not fair even in the beginning. So. Shit, you ever seen the, the How Could She Slap video? Have you seen that video? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he was... He was okay, right? The dude? I mean, yeah, she literally hit him first. But that yeah. was okay? Nah, uh, I was... Not kinda, she did. I mean, that's what she my did, stance yeah. would be, is like... I don't yeah. know, like, like again, like Mike Mary, I think... I think all of us have that kind of stance, is just like... Don't touch me. And we won't have any problems. But as soon as you lay your hands on me, yeah. like... And also, like, I hate when people are like, oh, how would you react to X, Y, Z? I don't fucking know. Because you can say that, yeah, you can say it all you want to with a clear head. But when you're in this situation, mm -hmm. you might just react. And it's like, I didn't even have a chance to think. I just slapped her back because that was my instinct. Um, and then it might yeah. be the opposite. It might be like, oh, yeah, bro, I would never let somebody hit me. And then they hit you and you're like... Oh, I'm just gonna walk away now because that's your instinct or that's what your gut's telling you to do. Everybody has different, yeah, yeah. That's what I think probably happened with the the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing. Like they're both fucking insane, ready to fight and shit, and they probably just talk too much shit to one another, and then some some other like either one of them snapped. I don't know. I feel like they were both um fucking toxic. Sort of not abusers. I would call them both abusers. Well, how could it be two abusers if they're both abusing each other? It's more like they're both equally toxic. Like they're both bad. But for for you to be an abuser, that means you're abuse. Okay, I guess it makes sense. You could abuse someone and then someone abuse you back. Yeah, it's it's not always a cut and dry. There is an abuser and an abusee. Uh, I've seen a lot of. Marriages right? where it was like yeah. both of the people involved would be screaming and hitting each other, and it was just not fun for anybody mm. involved. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my head is like, if you're an abuser, then that means there is an abusee, or whatever the way you but said like, there it. There is but... a way. So, you can be both a perpetrator and a victim at the same time in like a mutual thing. An example is in the United States. Uh, sometimes if two drunk people will hook up with each other, they will both technically have been raped by the other because they were unable to consent. Mm, yeah. I haven't actually but seen they, that they, ever really prosecuted, but I know that that's a thing I've read about Exactly, before. but how could you prosecute? Because if you prosecute someone and then the other person gets found guilty, you're also going to find yourself guilty. I think, Eddie, you had a good point about, you know, you can say this shit all day long, and then when it comes into actually, like, time to put it into practice, things are going to be very different in real life from in your head. Like, yeah. I fully believe in the concept of equal rights meaning equal lefts. Uh, if a woman hits you, hit her back. <laughs> but in reality, whenever that happened to me, I didn't actually just swing back. Yeah. Usually what I did is I would just 
grab them by the wrists and restrain them and be yeah, like, what are you that's doing? that's typically kind of what yeah. But I mean, I don't want to be the what if, but what if, you know, in the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard situation, I feel like he would do that. Like what you were saying, Spooky, would probably kind of try to calm her down or grab her. And she would maybe translate this as abuse. Nah, but, but I maybe, think he, he I mean, probably hit her, right? Not, I don't, we don't know this. I don't know this, but it, like, I mean, sometimes um, some we can overreact kind of thing. And mm. then, you no, know, like, have you seen those Karen videos where like someone's like, don't touch me, don't touch me. And then, and then they put your hand, they put their hands on them first. And then they get angry that you're like, you're touching me, you're touching me. Oh my God. Like, kind of like that kind of thing. <laughs> but there's some crazy ass people out there. I mean, yeah. you just don't know with anybody. So. Well, I mean, they usually are in Walmart, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always fucking, always fucking Walmart. <laughs> what is it about Walmart? Like, is it really cheap or, uh, like, what is the... Yeah, Walmart's cool. It's cheaper than Target. Mm. I'm a Walmart person. I, I think what it is, is like, and I, the Walmart phenomenon, and I know this happens in black culture specifically, because, like, it's widely talked about, is that... You know what? I don't care where I am on vacation. I'm going to find a fucking Walmart, and I trust that place to be some level of quality. You know, like, it's affordable. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a brand name. Makes I mean, sense. it's a great value. Like, you know, okay, it's a certain level of quality. Like, yes, I could yeah, yeah. go to, like, I don't know, eight different small markets somewhere to finally get all my groceries, or I could just go to this one superstore that I know is... Uh, actually, I can't even say you know is safe, but, like... Because <laughs> you probably get shot, but, you know... But you know it has all of the products that you're looking for, and then yeah. all of the products you're looking for will yeah, be Yeah, it's simple. Them. It's just easy. I had that with, uh, growing up, I, I had that with McDonald's. Then when I stopped eating meat, it just fizzes it away. And now I have it back again because they have the Mac plant. And so that's pretty cool. But that, yeah, I, I have that. Every time I went away on vacation, I'm not someone who's like, Ah, uh, let's go to the fancy restaurants where I know this really cool place that nobody knows, and like you, you have to talk to the chef personally, and Lee put a put a write a letter with your menu, and you slip it under the door the day before, and so they cook everything, and it comes down in a balloon and shit. Like I'm not into that. I'm into going to a place, just give me food that I know. Can I just press something on a on a screen and not talk to someone to get food because I'm not comfortable. And that was definitely McDonald's for a long time. You know that you, a Big Mac is going to be a Big Mac anywhere in the world. Like, every fucking continent. Well, right now, it's not in Russia anymore, but... Uh, give fuck Ruskies. Uh, give fucked Ruskies. <laughs> I think it's so funny that, like, a big pivotal moment in the downfall of the Soviet Union was getting the first, like, McDonald's and Burger King out there, and now they're not even there anymore. That's what happens. We haven't actually talked anything about... Um... Right, ever since we started even trying to the the the, the podcast thing, not just the one, the one episode before, we haven't actually talked about the. I've tuned it out by now. It's like oh, I don't even want to here hear we it, go. Right? So you don't care about Ukraine anymore because there's a shooting that happened every fucking day since then, huh? Oh, so you don't actually stand with Ukraine? It was just a hot topic for you to talk about and care for two minutes. And uh, now there's something more interesting like the herd trial. Oh, now you don't care anymore. You just for fuck Ukraine now, I guess. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, it was like that with COVID. If you remember, everything was about COVID until Ukraine. 
and that was the the last nail in the coffin of we don't care anymore about COVID. Mm -hmm. Since the Ukraine thing started, I've never seen any news about oh, there's this number of people dying or oh, I still, I still the ventilators are going out. A large part of that is that it's in remission right now, but it's finally starting to pick back up. Yeah, we had a nice couple months lull. But then again, that's that's what I mean. I don't. It's not. I don't stand with Ukraine. It's just I tune it out. I don't fucking watch the news anymore. Nope, you don't stand with Ukraine. And so, I remember I got this. Still recording. Someone had to leave? No. That was Craig. He uh, left. He had to go. Left unexpectedly. Yeah. Oh my God! It's just oh. like Birdie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> he just, uh, oh, no. because we're talking about Russia. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Oh, oh my god, she is. That is the Hi, you were canceled and Birdie was right. <laughs> I got she was right. She was right all along. He never I'm stood so with Ukraine. I'm so sorry, Birdie. Wherever you are, I'm so Birdie, sorry. We miss you, Birdie. No. Yeah, what if why is she talking to like the KGB and shit and they were they were ha hacking our, our recording like the moment we started talking about the Soviet Union. Because mm -hmm. we now we did talk list. about the Soviet Union. We did talk about the Soviet Union last time. I think Spook Spook always ends up saying something for communism. I'm waiting on this episode's segment on how capitalism Honestly, is going itself. Um, I, I guess we can say here, Birdie was um really something else. Something yeah, else. but provide context. Can you tell the people <laughs> if we're going to talk about Birdie? Can you tell the people of the podcast that has never heard yeah. of it? So um, she's from... Has never heard of Birdie, obviously. Yeah, she's... um, It was a chick we were trying to... She was trying to join our podcast. It's <laughs> a chick. <laughs> and she reached out to us. Like, we talked. Everything was cool. And, like, the Ukraine-Russia situation came up. She is from Russia. Um, She started calling us, um, like, a whole bunch of names. Um, we were like, we, how we were evil and that we hated her, specifically her and all the Russians because we supported sanctions or we, if we said we said that sanctions were I don't even remember fine. what was the joke. I don't, yeah, it Do was you sanctions. guys remember what sanctions. the joke was? But Mary, well, you were there though, right? It was I wasn't me. there whenever you guys were talking, but I no, was, no. like, I, yeah, I was afterwards, she, she kind of, she, she was yeah. kind of, yeah. Been seeing me, and she's like, Telling Yeah, she, she kind of made it sound like you guys were attacking her. It, like the way she explained it, she uh, said, She like, she made it sound like I believed her for a little bit, like, because I talked to her first. Yeah, I know, I remember. You were like, Dude, what the fuck did you say to her? Yeah, like, I didn't say anything to her. And then she, she was explaining, Yeah, because she explained it to me as in, like, you guys were called, like, that you literally called her, like, a, uh, a fascist. <laughs> and she no, but what was the joke? Because Eddie, were you there, or was it just me and Spook and 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 uh, and more people, or were you there, Eddie? I was there. 
you were there. What was the joke? Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember? The joke was about, it wasn't even really about Russia. It was about I think Spook said, "Bring on the nukes," right? Jokingly, <laughs> obviously, and then you guys started talking about Mad Max Apocalypse, but it had nothing I to do with Russia. No, no, it was I'm just like, saying. Yeah, yeah, on on how it was the movie. But she about took it as you guys want to nuke Russia and turn it into Mad Max. That's what she literally took it as. But it was you have to be you would have to search and make it that way to take it like that. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Just as yeah. a matter of public record, uh, I do not genuinely support global thermonuclear warfare. Uh, hot take, I guess. <laughs> yes, it's a very yeah, hot you, take. You it want to take. bring the nukes uh, in Minecraft. <laughs> no, I, w- I want to bring that to reality. Facts. All right. You uh, ever heard of Emmett Hours? I want to say she that, that that she also called everybody who was a Westerner um, idiots, and that we were stupid Americans, or anyone who was in America is retarded, basically. I wasn't even in yeah, America. Even, I was an American. Yeah, he said that that we're all retarded. But you associate with Americans, and that, she, and that she was um, and that she was going to no, go to affiliate. a country that that didn't have um. You know, she had some superiority complex is the problem. Very You know you know she's gonna hear you. You know she's gonna hear this at some point and she's gonna send you I mean message. I know oh, she's not. She's no, not gonna oh, she knows that her, this man. is our podcast. I support her. Like I support her like I told her I, think she's a bad I told person. her this and I told her a lot. She just uh, I mean she it's not my fault she doesn't like me. I, I she doesn't have to like me, but I mean I don't want wish her any harm. Why would you support her? I don't support her. She she doesn't she she didn't she act did. like a nice yeah, she person didn't to act me. As a nice, I mean, I'm not gonna wish harm but on why her because she. I mean, she's, she's kind her? of having it rough right now. But like, I mean, I get it, but she's not from Ukraine. Fuck. I mean, you, yeah. At least she's from the. I mean, right? she called us like, idiots and nice. she did offend us. Um, I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. I mean, it's she's she's in a situation right now where she's. I mean, I guess she's—I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's complicated, yeah. but just be nice to people, and they'll be nice back. Okay, if you if you call me an idiot, or you call, or you saying that I insulted you, or you make all this well, yeah. thing, like I'm not gonna treat you nice. Like, fuck it. Respect goes both ways. You're right. I do not agree with the. I do not agree with. Uh, respect is uh I, i'm a big believer in the respect is earned type code that's my fucking yeah, respect Jedi code. is earned not given right? like there's a it's baseline level of respect that people get for being a human being but it's not like yeah, respect yeah, yeah. respect it's like i'm i'm not gonna just beat the shit out of you for no reason i'm not but gonna just, do like, that man people are, no we reason. have biases all of us have just biases that we don't even know about like when you see in when you see like example like you see someone that's maybe on the ugly side you're gonna be you're you there's biases in us i mean we we're we kind of automatically kind of you know but what does that have to do with respect i'm still gonna be respectful to someone no, no. absolutely do not no. respect people if they don't find them so, attractive that is a, that you. is a fact thank you because that is that what is i've been saying a long time and people are like no, no that's not know. true still, and i'm like eh, I, yeah, no yeah. that's pretty true it's so much facts. okay it might i'm saying for me I'm saying for me, it's not We're true. I don't know. Kai, we not everything okay, about okay. you, bro. Let me change the subject. God damn it, shit. He's like, bro, but me though, but but me specifically, like, no. bro. We talking about we talking about in general, in it's general. True, man. People, people are so shallow. Like I, I see it a lot. Like 
like it was rampant in like high school, middle school too. But I am not shallow. Not you. No, no I was like, you. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna fight Kai when we have our meetup, dude. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna start. I would never. Full fucking midnight hijack tournament bracket. Oh my god, that would be so much fucking fun. <laughs> Okay, but Mary, continue, continue, continue. It's true. This is a good it's point. It's true, like, in, in especially, like, you, you ask yourself, why was high school and middle school so bad? It's because of that, because we don't realize, like, I mean, maybe I was like that, too. You know, maybe I was kind of mean to, you know, the weird people, quote-unquote weird, the, you know. Then you realize it's... But in high school, it's different. Like, high school no, it's is not. not real life. High yes, school it is. is not real life. It no, real life. absolutely is. No, I'll, no. Actually, I'll no. actually debate you on this. I will straight up debate okay. you that high school is a microcosm of the real world. Mm-hmm. I absolutely okay, let me will. do my starting the argument. No, no, no. You said I'm, that starting, before, right? I'm starting. I'm starting. I'll start. Because okay. I'm the one making the point. You're the one okay, doing it. So I'll make the point. So, yep. high school, like a, like a job, like wherever. I it's agree, a, though. It's, it's a high enough population of people for the demographic, for that city, for that area. That represents yep. the people. So generally, like let's say if you stay in your hometown, that demographic pretty much is going to stay around the same as like your high school graduating class. So I lived in a pretty decently sized city. So my graduating class is pretty big. Uh, obviously, if you live in a small town, it might be like significantly smaller. So it's kind of it kind of it makes out right. Um, yeah. Now you have these like little clicks and shit. Right. And it's like a stereotype, like, oh, the goths, the clit, uh, the jocks, um, the nerds, whatever. And there's like little intricacies, like little nuances, like some people might. Oh, I'm a jock, but I hang out with the nerds because, you know, they're in my science class and they're really funny, whatever. Right. There's little nuances. I'm not saying it's like very much stereotypical, but people. Yeah, it's do, a lot less cut and dry. Do than go to groups. Um, it People do end up in groups. You see at lunch tables like, dude. Most people, they sit at the same lunch table from the day they start to the day they graduate. Like, you don't move around that much unless there's, like, significant drama issues. And people stick to their own. You know, you join clubs with things that you're interested in. For example, if you're more intellectual, you might join the chess club. So you meet more intellectual people. And so you, like, and you do start to maybe even um, start to hate the jocks because of a certain bias that they have or they're bullies or whatever. So you just dismiss all of them as being the same way, which creates more of a culture of sticking to your own and a us versus them mentality. Um, yeah. On top of that, you have race and gender issues as well. And the also like the halo effect that me and Mary were talking about where ugly people are perceived to be ugly or shorter or whatever, just get shot on just for existing. And that mm-hmm. happens all the fucking time. And like people don't care about it as much as a form of discrimination, but you can't help the way that you're born. You know what I mean? You should treat everyone with kindness and respect regardless, you know, but people yeah. really do shit on people that are just different. Um, yeah, I agree. And like, you see all the time, like, you know, these kids that get bullied um, and then they go on to commit suicide, maybe like later on in life or whatever. But their bullies leave these successful lives. They never got punished for their crimes. They continue to be a piece of shit because no one ever challenged them because they were captain of the football team or whatever the fuck. And they always got away with everything. And like this, that's where white privilege really comes into me is just like getting away with shit because everyone does stuff. But it's the fact that you yeah. get away with it all the time. And you're never held accountable for your actions. That to me is like if we had to talk about white privilege that I saw. For sure. Mm. But that is a microcosm of the real world. That happens in the real world. Can I also say something? You notice these people, the ones that that haven't really 
well, I guess, been bullied or have had, like, significant struggles due to something, like, they're different or something, um, as in maybe being ugly yeah. or being an outcast or something, that way being bullied in some way uh-huh. or another. Um, these people that haven't experienced that have kind of a uh, positive... Uh, what is it, like a just world bias? View of high school. Yeah, like a just world. <laughs> or just a life in, or yeah, life like in general. Yeah, like positive bias mm. about the world because they haven't been treated in a way that, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they ha- then that kind of informs their their judgment about life. And they're like, oh, yeah, you should want to, you know, life is beautiful and, and all this stuff. But yeah. it's because, you know, they've, I mean, for a lot of people, I mean, there are, there are, of course, people who, who've had challenges and still have a nice mindset, which I wish, you know, I was very much like that. But, um, yeah. That's that's a really good point. I I want to say that I was thinking about this yesterday. And I think that might be the only... I was thinking about gen, poli, gender... No, gender, no. Uh, identity politics. I actually believe that's probably the one group that I feel a part of you guys, I think are all a part of that group. And I feel like if you're not a part of that group, we'll probably never really re- be able to relate. And that's just the, what you say about the positive bias is people that haven't experienced any real hardships in life. They really had it really well. Like they didn't have no, like, you know, they have yeah. no family member that died, never saw any episodes of violence ever, never had any, you know, they just, How can I explain? How can I make you understand that where where I'm coming from is not a place of, uh, you know, people might think that anti-natalism is like based in ah oh, we hate children or oh we hate people, oh we want to kill ourselves. It doesn't have to do with that. It has to. But I can't even explain to you what it where it's coming from, unless you have experienced it on your own, unless no, you have I, been see, in, in this... a period in your life. What? That you're gonna debate necessarily me here as well. true. Yeah, you go going, going head to head. No, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not, it's not a debate. It's just a point that I want to bring up. So, okay, I denounce the idea that you have to come from experience to understand suffering because I used to think that way, but really, it just requires that human beings have a base level of mm-hmm. empathy that most people just don't have. Most people are not empathetic. Yeah. They, everyone like. And and this is okay. This is sounds like some edgy shit for real. Like I'm just gonna apologize right now, but I'm being serious. I'm not trying to be edgy. Most people yeah. think that they're good people, but most people are just neutral. They just think condemning bad makes them a good person, but they don't actively do anything good. They don't volunteer. They don't try to go out and like spread joy throughout the world or alleviate people's suffering. They just fucking exist yeah. and consume. And then they're like, oh, a bad thing happened. You shouldn't do that. Anyways, I'm going to keep doing the things that make my life better without thinking about the consequences of it. Christian. You know what I mean? Like they're just no level of awareness. Oh, don't even get me started with fundamental Christians, dude. Just the basics of hypocrisy in one person. Okay, but. I might agree. I think it's very it's it's what's going to happen as well when I give my uh take on what we were talking about before the school. I think I agree with everything that you're saying, yet I don't find um I don't find the logic in how that discredits what I think because I I agree with everything that you just mentioned. Like that's a valid point, but then I also still think that experience that that you can only understand things like this from experience. Maybe it's the empathy I I get it, but Even if you had empathy, empathy is only going to take you so far along the way. Like you have to, um, you have to see it for yourself. You have to see that life can 
on a whim become really bad. Like some people have it, you know, I've had but moments I in my life where I didn't that. What do you but mean? I don't though. Like, okay. So for example, antinatalism, right? That's a pretty fringe philosophy. Most people support having kids and procreating because it's just something that they never challenge a question. Kind of similar to religion, yeah. right? Like yeah. I was born into Christianity because I didn't have a fucking choice. Right. But once I started yeah. asking questions and starting to like look at things from a different perspective, I could challenge that. So all you have mm -hmm. to do is get people to start challenging it and just asking questions. And that's the, that's how they'll get to awareness if they give a shit. Um, but I don't like, for example, I don't need to have had experiences with sexual assault to look at a victim of sexual assault and say, damn, I feel for you. I can't imagine what that's like, but I can try and put myself in your shoes and you know, give help as, as best as I can. But I don't have to actually be in that experience to understand his or her suffering. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. But some but people I can't think... do that. Most people, are, I don't think, are capable of doing even that because they just don't mm. give a shit because they're just like, well, it's it's not a systemic problem because I personally didn't go through it. Oh, you just need to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and shit. You know what I mean? They just don't give a fuck. They just can't comprehend that someone's mm. suffering... Uh, could be inflicted to them in the future as well. It's like homelessness, you know? Yeah, okay. I I think I'm going to go with the school one because I want to really want to go head-to-head on that one with you, but this might be a good topic for a further session, and, and I want to really delve into it because I feel feel like the anti-natalist one is very specific. Like, again, I am agreeing with everything you're saying. I think you're very right, but... I don't know. I feel like the 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 antinatalist one is so specific because it's not. I don't know. Life itself is not abuse. It's like you don't have to understand. You know what I mean? People have so varying, uh, such varying experiences with what life means to them. But it's like, how do I make you understand that to me it means something else? To me, it might not be a positive thing, and for someone, it is a positive thing. How can you convert someone if it's not through their own experience? I mean, I think the That's, idea for if you like you said, antinatalism is a specific one. Uh, yeah, I think the basic one. argument for me always started with consent. Anything that's a yeah, crime okay. or isn't a crime, the thin line is consent. If I allow you mm. to borrow my calculator, that's not stealing. But if you take it without my consent, that's theft. Same thing with sex. Same thing with well, obviously not murder. You like if you're someone like, oh, I'm suicidal, kill me, bro. That's still a crime. But you know, yeah. overall, general rule is just consent. And so but the there child should be a, should be if you ask your homies to kill you because you want to. I mean, I agree die. with that. I, I, right? I'm not saying that I don't. Yeah, you know. Okay. But I guess like, I'm how gonna... would you really prove that? How would you prove that they wanted to kill like the friend to kill them? Yeah, right. Because you could just be at handgun and head. Uh, what's it called when they point a gun at you and they tell you to say oh, something? At gunpoint. No, you yeah, could be at gunpoint. Yeah, gunpoint. Uh, being like, yes, please kill me. And it's like, nah, they, yeah. it's all in Minecraft, of course, right? Oh, it's all uh, Minecraft. <laughs> so, all right, I want to I give you my take on school, and I want to see if you can counter this. Again, it is the same thing as with um, what you were just saying about life and empathy. I agree. I think it's a very valid point. It is a micro... The first thing I said was that I agree with you. I think it is a microcosm microcosm if that's how you say it of life and you do find those groups and stuff but it it can be but my experience again my experience 
and from what I've seen and and, and from different people, like you leave school and you just realize that things are not like that. My life has been very different from what my life was in high school. I was in groups and stuff. Here, I'm not in groups. I might go out with this person one day, then I might be with this other person one day. And the best example that I can give you of this, uh, that is, um, I think, uh, going on my, like, supporting what I say, is if you ever seen, have you ever seen, so this is my favorite movie of all time. It's called Dazed and Confused. Have you ever heard about this movie, watched it? It's from the late, late uh, mid-90s, I think. Have you seen it? Yep. Yep. So, Days and Confused is this last day of high school in Texas in the 70s. And you have everything that you're describing. The groups, the the little things between cliques and stuff, and the, the violence, and the there's this very triggering thing for me, which is watching the 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 initiation of the girls, and they have to, like, talk shit to each other and then throw food at each other. This like this Texas thing that apparently they did back in the 70s where like you had to be initiated when you started high school. So hazing um, is absolutely still a thing. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's still a thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was a thing of the 70s. But so there's this whole movie that is about high school and that experience. And I, I love that movie because of what it is, even though I don't like high school per se or I find all the shit that happens like a bit too much like Jesus Christ but then the director that did that movie has uh, he put out another movie called Everybody Wants Some from 2016 and it's basically what's called a spiritual successor to Days Then Confused but it's a different total I mean 20 30 years apart 20 years apart and it's about it's a different cast and everything, and it's a different movie, but it's about a, a group of friends, just one guy that goes to college, and it's like in the 80s, uh, just going to a college, and like his first day, I guess, it's in real time again, so it's very similar to Days and Confused. And the whole point of this movie is that college is very different, it's like all the stuff that he thought about high school is completely different, and he realizes like, I can be with this group, and the group... Uh, the whole movie is is a group of characters that in high school they would have never mixed up. They would always every every each one of them will be in a different group, but they all join because it's the it's the baseball team for for college in college, and so they're all in the baseball team. But they got like the stoner dude who's actually not even a student, and he's like older but pretending he's a student. Then there's the one jock guy from high school. Then there's the protagonist, which is like this weird dude who's like into. Um, he seems more artsy than this, this other dude who's just a dumbass. Like, just shows you that when you get out of high school, it becomes real life. You can be with different people. You can do different things. It doesn't... That tribalism happens in school because it's set up to be like that. It's kind of like a jail more than real life. In real life, you can go anywhere Ooh, you want. Get into that Foku shit. I would love to talk at length about how schools intentionally resemble prisons, but we're looking kind of low on time. They, there are some. There's a, they, they're the, the factory. We're getting. We're, we're making you prepare to spend your whole life inside one place and see the same people every day for the. Well, the real life is not like that. You could just book a train ticket and go someplace else and spend every single day of your life. I know that in practice, not everybody is living their life like a bohemian sort of like wander but i'm saying that once you the whole thing of microcosm of high school happens because you 
making people, giving people the obligation to commute and to go to the same place and to spend eight hours. But that's not real life. That's the fucking prison system. Dude. I mean, that's real life if you have a job. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say. Is like you think. Well, actually, we don't really but have real that life much doesn't time. have to be an office job. No, no, no. What no, do you no. mean? What I mean is when I say that microcosm, right? I'm talking about social yeah. structures and social kind of norms, right? Not literally the eight hours thing. That's kind of irrelevant to me. But yeah. the way that people interact with each other with the us versus them, um, the social hierarchy of the attractive people tending to get away with things more often, that's a widely studied fact. I mean, you can see it in court cases, uh, shorter is whatever. Um, and that happens in high school, too. And that happens in the real world. Um, bullying happens in high school and in the real world in a similar way. Like it's like I said, it's not really this over dramatization of just getting shoved in lockers or getting you know wedgies and stuff. That stuff happens, but really it's mm. the ostracization and the loneliness that kills people and drives them to suicide. And then I saw instances where someone committed suicide. No one gave a fuck about them. Now all of a sudden everyone gives a shit. And that was like my first yeah. moment being like, damn, people really are full of shit. Because I saw you bully that fucking kid the other day. And now, like, he's going to suicide. Now you give a shit. And then, like, the popular girl, she had something happen with her. She had T-shirts and all this support and all this funding. Meanwhile, a kid who I grew up with, we weren't best friends, but we used to hang out and talk in computer class all the time. He committed suicide. He got a candle. He got a fucking candle that his friends put up for him. And that was it. You know, and it's just like, you see little things here and there. And I've just seen it in, in the real world, quote unquote. But everything is the real world. As soon as you're born, it's the real world. It's just mm. different aspects of it. Even in like even but, after I don't know. high school, it's like um, it's like you said, Kai. Maybe it's not the same for you. It's not the same. No, to me, it has been yeah. complete opposite. Like jobs, work yes. environment. But then there's there's this like Eddie said too. There's maybe it's things you don't. For a lot of people, maybe things that. I don't know for you. I don't know why it's been, but it's a lot of things like microaggressions, um, little tiny things mm. every yeah, day, I've, I've you know, seen that. Yeah, um, that kind of push people to the limit. Yeah. So, I mean, for some, yeah, that's definitely just builds up, universal. You know? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I am coming from a place of, uh, that's, that could be the exception. I grew up in one continent and as an adult, like from the time I was, not 18, but rarely 19. I've lived in a different continent and then speaking a different language and then different cultures. So I've switched up uh, immensely the, the place where I grew up or the place that I'm in now. Uh, so maybe that comes down to it. Maybe if I, I did grow up in the place where I live now, I would see things differently. But I don't know. Uh just feel like um, I agree with a lot of things that you guys said, but I still believe that um stuff is is different once you leave high school because you're not obliged to be near people it's true that's that the only true part be. that you you don't where i do agree you, mm. you don't have to be near those disgusting you know yeah attitudes and people i had a friend who one of my one of my homies ha- was during high school had the constant complex of wanting to be a part of a group of the popular people and whatever and so always you know all the time. And then the one day, uh, the day after school finished, I literally talked to him or he talked to me and he was like, yeah, I'm done with that. Like, I can't believe I was even doing it. Because I realized during high school, I was like, dude, 
why are you talking to all these people? You don't even, I don't think you even like them. Why aren't you just with us or with other groups that people that actually like you as a person and treat you nice and stuff? Why are you hanging out with all these people that they treat you like garbage? And he's like, when he was doing it, he couldn't say anything. But once school ended and he didn't have that obligation anymore, he didn't have to see these people if he didn't want to. He was like, yeah, I don't know, dude, I fucked up. I don't know why I was thinking. And then he just never hang out, hung out with these people again. And he's never done the same thing ever again. He's never hung out with people that he didn't like to. So I don't know. I feel like high school is just fucking stupid. It's not real life. Um, do you ever, do you guys ever feel like when someone, because Eddie said something about his friend, I don't know if his friend or his classmate, uh, committing suicide, do you ever feel like, read about people that commit suicide and that people write all these things about them, like they were exceptional people, do you ever feel, think like, whoa, if I killed myself, would they, people write stuff like that as well, or would it be like, well, he was kind of like meh as a person, but because I never hear that. I've never have seen you ever anyone... seen that. Have you ever seen that guy? Right. Have you ever seen no. someone be like, unless they were an absolute piece of shit and it's all negative stuff? Have you ever yeah. seen a normal person? It's always so the fucking people coming out of the woodworks all of a sudden. Yeah, haven't right. talked to them in ten fucking years. Don't even know their middle name, and all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, they were my best fucking friend because people like to make attention on themselves. I'm gonna go on rant because mm. this is the shit that I'm talking about as far as like, you know. The Ukraine Go thing, King. where it's like, oh, I'm not actually a good person. Like, okay, it's the same similar thing about the outrage about Ukraine. Because oh. everyone gave a shit for two weeks or three weeks or however long, and then it's the next thing yeah. they give a shit about, and everyone cares about that and make their tweets and posts. But they're never going to yeah. do anything to actually enact change and prevent this stuff from happening. It's all reactive. Mm. They don't care about yeah. suicide. They don't give a shit that you killed yourself. They don't care, except for the people that actually love you. You know, and and we're in your life, and hopefully you have some people like that. But these other people, they come out the fucking woodworks out of nowhere, and they just want to make sure that it's known that they're a good person, that they cared, that they were sweet to them. And, you know, it's just fucking bullshit, dude. I, even the concept of funerals is just kind of weird. Oh, funerals are so stupid, man. But funerals are for the living. It's not for the dead person, you know. No, I need to. I need to leave. I need to live. Uh, leave a, a written record that, please do not make a spectacle, out of my dead body once I perish. Like please, just do not go have go to like, go have drinks or something and think about me. That's it. I don't don't do anything with my body. It's weird. It's stupid. I'm dead. Just leave me alone. I'm done. Like, that's it. There's no need for anything else. Yeah. I just See, don't I'm, get it. I'm exactly the opposite. Please do make a spectacle of my corpse. <laughs> I think that's the funniest thing possible. Uh, I hope that, I hope that the to... people who attend my funeral eat my body. That would be rad. Oh, my God. Uh, I want it to be... So when my great-grandpa died, Jesus. they had a fucking bounce house at his funeral. And I think that would be fucking Oh, that's lit. awesome. <laughs> hey, that'd be cool. That'd be cool, yeah. I wish I could go to... Well, I mean, I hope I don't have to, but... If I did have to go to a funeral and they have a bouncy house. I'm going to Spook's funeral. I'm going to your funeral, Spook. I am going to your funeral, but we're going to really miss you, but I'm going to have fun in the 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 bouncy house house for you. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, so the approach we always took to it was that there was no point getting, like, super sad about it. We tried to focus on celebrating the life that they had as opposed to sitting and ruminating on their absence now. 
I want people to yeah. know that how much of a piece of shit I am and just throw me in the freaking <laughs> river or something. I don't know. Don't even waste money on my funeral. Nah, I want. I would like to do maybe a troll video. Like I would like do one of those like, huh? Okay, so I'm dead. Now what does this mean in the terms of like and do some ranting like for an hour and people have to sit down and actually watch it? That might do something. Well, like you're gonna that. make people listen to you for an hour? Fuck. Yeah, I'll do like a podcast there. <laughs> Literally like one minute ago. <laughs> One minute ago, you were saying you didn't want a spectacle. Now you're saying you want to gather a bunch of people around to hear your yeah. thoughts and rotations. Yeah, because funerals are... I'm not saying the, the, the part where they give me attention is stupid. I'm saying the part where it's a spectacle <laughs> around my dead body. That's what's stupid. Like, do something oh that's God. actually funny. Like, let's do a... I'll do it in a hologram. Like, I'll do a hologram before I die. You can make me a hologram. Or maybe if there's an AI or I get uploaded to shit... We can celebrate my passing and my becoming of it into a digital. You know, we'll do like a like a a, a gender reveal. It will be like a gender reveal. It's only like a, a, an AI like digital reveal. And so I leave my physical body, and I go into the cloud, and then I just talk to you, and I have we we have drinks and stuff, and then I just talk to people from my digital self, and I have jokes and stuff, and that will be fun, right? That will be an interesting evening. And you're like, yeah, so he died, but we still talked. You know what I mean? Like, we still had him after the funeral. That would be nice. It's not the attention. I like the attention. Shit. I'm in a podcast. I like people listening to me, man. Damn. <laughs> I just find the body shit to be stupid. Like, that's it. The body is gone. Is I mean, the mind is what makes the person. The body is just a fucking part it's like flesh yeah, I could, dude, I could it's change just a meat tube it's just a vessel yeah for i could change it. Of it what if my heart like my heart literally one of the most important uh like the thing that manages the whole blood distribution what if i was something happened to me i was 60 years old or something and something happened and they had to operate me and give me a new uh heart what am i gonna do a fucking funeral for the heart that's it it's just a piece of thing it just it's gone I don't have to do a... I mean, I guess, in a way, the funeral is for the mind. I don't know. I just find them stupid. But I would like to troll people. I would like to have people... Maybe play some music for them. Do like a hollow... Like an AI DJ mix at my funeral. That would be pretty neat. Aha, you thought you got away from my music when I died. Joke's on exactly. you. You still have to listen to it. Because I would like to play uh, My Way from Frank Sinatra. I feel like that's the perfect funeral song. Like... That's when you really know if you did it. Like, if you can play that song at your funeral and it doesn't feel out of place. That would be really neat. I want to live like that. So, guys, do we have any closing statements we want to make? Hmm. I don't know, Spook. You have to give some advice for some praxis shit. You know you got to do. Uh, here's the praxis. Maybe you can beat the shit out of Dustin fight. with me. Yeah, what's the fi what's the fist fight rule? Oh, actually, I mean, you know what? I've got I've got it. I've got it. I'll take I take over for Spook today. So, remember, okay, the fucking uh, uh, bourgeoisie wants you to be weak, and this is not able to say this within your own power and according to you, you will, you know, work out and fucking take classes if you can to learn how to defend yourself, because you know you might not have a gun. You might have to defend yourself with fists against fucking Nazis. And, uh, 
you know, in absolutely well fucking uh, prepared. One of my favorite things I've ever seen is I see posters and things with a slogan that say, a fascist hit the gym today. Did you? <laughs> yep. I love those. <laughs> those actually give me motivation. I'm like, I, I don't care what I, my body looks like and shit like that. Fuck that. I'm like, but that, that gets me hot and ready. I'm like, all right, fucking, I got to hit the gym today. Hell yeah. What, dude, fascists love to work out. I swear to God. Oh, fascists yeah. stay in the fucking gym, dude. Like, we got we to bulk up. We're all softies. But we can be intellectually smart. Carnage. <laughs> and I just said intellectually smarter. I'm a I'm an idiot. Bro. Mm -hmm. I'm a fucking idiot. No, I do believe that it doesn't. It's not all about the gym. Like who who wins the war? Like the the the, the soldiers or the the generals? You know what I mean? No. <laughs> uh, you missed like, me on that one. I mean, the soldiers like, do the general's work. It's not, like, I, I always feel, yeah, but that's what I mean. I always, but there's gotta be generals. You have to be smarter enough to yeah, control those, those, those bulky fascists. Yeah, I always feel like if we went to war, like, real war, like, Western versus Eastern.